0: Well hello, it's wonderful to be with you. I love the story of a newly ordained vicar who arrived at his church to lead the service for the first time. He was nervous and if the truth be known, so too was the congregation. But the vicar had a plan. He'd been practicing in front of the mirror all week. He was going to start with the greeting, the well-known greeting, the grace, mercy and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, to which the people would respond with one voice and also with you. His family were there. They were looking on proudly. He knew that he could nail this. He had been practicing in front of the the mirror all week and he got up and started speaking, but realized that there's a problem. He was realised that the the microphone wasn't on He tried and he says, there's something wrong with the microphone and also with you. The people responded. There's something wrong with the world when a man is killed under the knee of a policeman because of the colour of his skin. There's something wrong with the world when every 30 seconds a child is trafficked. There's something wrong with the world when a family living near us doesn't know when its next, or where its next meal is coming from, and yet so many of us sit with excess in our cupboards and in our fridges. And the challenging thing for us as Christians is this, we are called to act on these these issues. We are are both called to declare that, that something is wrong, but also to do something about it. It was the author, Mark Twain, that said it wasn't the parts of the Bible that he didn't understand that troubled him most, but the ones that he did. I wonder if he was talking about scriptures like Isaiah 58 that we've heard this morning. The prophet Isaiah isn't speaking to those who did not believe, but rather he was speaking to the Jewish believers, the followers of of Yahweh, to you and I. Shout it aloud, the verses begin. Declare to my people their rebellion. And what is that rebellion? It's the going through the motions of religion, heading to the service, taking part in the prayer meetings, fasting, going through the motions of religion without caring for those on the margins of society. Is this not the kind of fasting I've chosen, God says? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the, the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and, and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer? A shelter when you see the naked to clothe them it's a theme repeated time and time again in the bible what does the lord require of you to act justly to love mercy to walk humbly the words jesus used from isaiah 61 to launch his own ministry the spirit of the sovereign lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. The words of Jesus in in Matthew 25, when he talks about the sheep and the goats, echoing in in so many ways the scripture of Isaiah 58, as he, he speaks to people who both claim that he is their Lord. He gives the imagery of a shepherd going among his flock and separating out the sheep from the goats and telling them apart from the way that they care for the poor. I was hungry, did you feed me? I was thirsty, did you give me something to drink? Jesus was saying there will come a time when I come to you in my glory and there will be nothing you can do for me. You'll simply bow down. But first I will come up and wrap myself up as the poor and the oppressed. And as you relate to them, as you serve them, you relate to me and serve me. Justice and righteousness we hear in the Psalms, the very foundations of God's throne. You see, being followers of Yahweh, being disciples of Christ, leads us to the margins of society. It calls us not only to voice our concern for the marginalised, but to do something about it, to act. Three years ago, I found myself in one of India's red light districts with my work at Justice and Care. We had some security protocols that we were joining and it was all a bit hectic. And we got dropped off in a busy street close to the red light district. Just by where we were dropped off was a young father on the ground with his young children. I remember the image in my head as if it was yesterday. The desperation in the father's face. He was crying as he, he held on to his children. They were hopeless, desperate. He wasn't begging. He was just sitting there in desperation. it's one of the biggest regrets in my life that I did nothing. I just walked on by into the red light district following the protocols of security that had been set. I was hungry. Did you feed me? I was thirsty. Did you give me a drink? I was the family that you saw on the street in Calcutta. Did you help me? But here's the amazing thing. As we do help, as we do reach out, God turns up. Let's get back to the words of Isaiah 58. The promise of the Bible is that as we reach out, We will know the goodness of God in our lives, in our communities, in our churches. If you care for the marginalised, God says, I will. And the I wills far out our responsibility. If you share your food with the hungry, The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard, Isaiah 58 says. Your light will break forth like like the dawn. If you let loose the chains of injustice, your healing will quickly appear. You will call and the Lord will answer. If you satisfy the needs of the oppressed, you will find joy in the Lord. You will raise up age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of of streets with dwellings. He will cry for help and he will say, here I am. As followers of Christ, we're called to reach out to those on the margins of society, to, to be the answer to the wrongs of the world. But in his mercy and greatness, as we do so, The promise of the Bible is clear. As we transform, we will be transformed. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the truth of your word. Father, help us to be the people that don't just step over those in need. Help us see people as you've created them, image bearers of you. Help us, Lord, find you among those on the margins of society. Give us the courage to serve them as you have served us. In your name. Amen.